Now that all the mic checks are over with. There was an idea. To bring together a group of remarkably dumb dummies. To watch the shit you skipped the first time. And to occasionally watch a movie they actually like. The movie dummies. Infinitely dumb. Oh, speaking of infinitely dumb. Watched, oh my god. We watched the most infinitely dumb movie of all time this week. It's called Don Peyote. Um, we're not gonna. The worst. We're not going to uh, spoil it for you. How our feelings are. We'll wait to rate it at the end. But I don't imagine that the total will be much higher than four between the three of us, because we are Sans Shannon. But I am Joe. I'm Angela. Oh man. And yeah. So before we jump into Don Peyote, let's talk recommendation. The recommend. Angel, what you got? Hey, this jacket is awesome! Ooh, it's time <laughs> to the dick skin! So, the, so this week I watched Big Mouth Season 2. Mm. And, yeah, uh, yeah I, I can see this. I hit the wrong one. Why do you shut your <laughs> fucking mustache, you piece of shit? That's what I was going for. <laughs> and uh enjoyed it quite a bit. It's such a good show. It's... Just such a good show. Did you um, cringe at the Korean bathhouse? It actually, not really. It, it really didn't bother me. It wasn't sexualized at all. So right. I, I loved it though it. that the hormone monster goes, "Ooh, that's the kind of body that'll turn someone gay." <laughs> right. That was funny. Um, and it did turn somebody it turned, gay. It turned somebody gay. So. Um, the depression kitty was just. Mm. That was rough. That was a rough go. Well, it's just a little real. It's so real. I, I've I've had the depression kitty sitting on my chest so many times throughout my life that it was just like, oh, yep. it is nice and warm in this bed. You're right. I should just Bye. lay here. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It gets, it, 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 a lot of that stuff is like pretty dang real. The shame wizard. Right. All of it. Although when they when they banished the shame wizard, I was uh, that I cringed at that actually mm. at their little party that they had after right. they banished the shame wizard. When Nick's just riding around with his tiny dick out. Yeah. The, I, I cringed at that whole, that whole spectacle without spoiling anything. How did you like Jay's sudden turn? Uh, that was interesting. And I kind of, it, it kind of makes sense. It's a little obvious, despite the fact that it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I probably would never have predicted it, but once it <laughs> happened, I was just like, oh, okay. Right, 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 right. We're cool, cool, cool. I, 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 this makes sense now. It. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I, I'm, look, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to season three to see how that all shakes. Hell loose. yeah. Matt, you getting on this train yet, buddy? Not quite. Okay, you must get on the train. Get on the train. It's great. It'll you remind you of what it was like to be. Pressure. Toilet paper. It'll, it'll remind you of what it was like to be 
you know, in the throes of puberty. Oh God, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, but I it's mean, fun. it's fantastic. I mean, I also <laughs> go ahead. I was just gonna say, I also really enjoyed uh, the whole thing with uh, Nick and his stupid broken hormone monster and, yeah. and coach Steve and uh, <laughs> that whole thing. What did he, I made, I made, what did he say? Oh, I was like, I made, I made uh, sick oh, and her no. wet or something. I made thick and her warm. Oh yeah. I made thick and her warm. That was all this season mm-hmm. with Rick, the hormone monster when he retired. Yeah. You're the man, Steve. <laughs> no, you're the man, Rick. Oh, and then uh, Nick gets his new hormone monster, who's oh, even yeah. worse than than the old one. And Shame Wizard put a cone on him. I thought that was funny. Oh, and then he gets another new hormone monster. Yeah, <laughs> Connie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, why do you always smell great. like that? Because I never use deodorant and I only take bubble baths. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. I love her. Oh, man. Maya Rudolph is fantastic. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, what else you got? So I also watched um, I Am a Killer on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Watched a few episodes of that. It is. It's, uh, it's a docuseries about um, people who are either on death row or were on death row. And it's like, it's from, you know, it's their crimes from their own perspective. Right. And then they also interview pretty much anybody who's ever known them. You didn't deep dive into making a murderer season two. No, I'm not interested in making a murder. Interesting. Interesting. I watched season one and after that, I was just kind of like, Oh, this is nonsense. Okay. I'm done. Oh, they got they they teased something out in the trailer for season two that's like, wait a second, what? It's just <laughs> no, enough for me to did. go, what? You had one plausible thing in there to make me believe he didn't kill that chick. And I'm a I'm a I'm interested. Okay. Fair enough. So, because I totally I, didn't uh, get it, but we'll see. I mean when I watched Making a Murder, by the end of it, I didn't, I, I honestly, I was just kind of like, I don't even really care whether or not this dude did this or not, to be quite honest. I was I was over it. I was just like, this is dumb. It um, seems like he did. The one thing I do believe out of that whole series is that that Brandon Kidd should not have been interrogated like that. But, yeah, he's still in prison, too. Yeah. 12 years I mean, later. it just it just sound it spoke too much of like West Memphis three, you know. Yeah. That whole that uh, mentally subpar child being interviewed and you know basically tricked into a false Come on, confession. Don't bullshit me. Destroyed the, the lives question. of three teenagers. Stop whining. That's what it was like in the interrogation room. Yeah, pretty much. They were just like like you know, feeding him details. And then every time they get him, he'd get him wrong. They'd be like, no, 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 you're not supposed to say that. Insubordinate and churlish. (laughs) 
All right. What else we got? Um, I also watched with my husband this weekend, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, Emilio. Right. <laughs> we were in the car the other day and I don't remember why, but he just started screaming, Curtis, Curtis. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's mm-hmm. like, it's for maximum overdrive. <laughs> so you have homework for you and your husband. Mm-hmm. You must listen to the, how did this get made? Uh, okay. Episode on that. And they talk heavily about Stephen King's interviews at the time where he said he was just like, so cocaine fueled. He doesn't even really remember it. I mean, I, I buy that because 100%. he both he both wrote and directed that movie. <laughs> of course, he did, yeah. and he starred in it or he's in cameoed it. in it. I guess yeah, yeah. he cameos in most um, of his movies. And, but. Yeah, an ATM called him an ass. That mm-hmm. was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And ACDC is all throughout the whole thing. And you just gotta just take a little <sighs> sniff of that Bolivian marching powder and. uh Get on with your day. And uh, Amy and Amy Grape mentions the titular line. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I love it when the title I line still... is spoken in the movie. <laughs> what? I love it when the title of the movie is spoken in the movie. Right, right. Yeah. Everything's gone into maximum overdrive. Right. It's... I don't understand anything that happened in the movie. I mean... Were they aliens? I, I assume no, they were they aliens. No, they were aliens. They that... were... American. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. American. <laughs> it just... It was bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah. But fun. But in a fun way. Um, Wasn't Emilio wearing like a jean jacket through the whole movie? Um, He was definitely wearing jeans... He was wearing a jean jacket through part of it, but he was also wearing like a white t-shirt through most of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, he had this weird southern accent sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. And it was, there was a guy that exploded on the front of a truck. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty, I've seen people get hit by trucks and never seen that much blood, but you know, whatevs. Yeah, you should definitely listen to the How Did This Get Made. It'll make (laughs) make your day better. And uh, Chicky Poo just kept antagonizing the the trucks, and I don't understand why. Can you imagine what this guy would say about the movie? You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> yep. Imagine that, that. Probably that a Ima- lot. Imagine that. All right, I'll listen to it. Um, and I finished uh, up. Uh, uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'm the worst. Are you still there? Or did you do so mad you hung up? Uh, it looks like her... Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. It looks like her mic was muted. Oh, Weird. Okay. She got so mad at me, she had to mute the mic, and she's cussing at it. It's just like... <laughs> am I there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It just like closed for some reason. Weird. Oh, awesome. Anyway, um, I started watching. He doesn't watching seem like a very bright the guy. again. Oh, why not? Yeah, sure. Since I love uh, the since uh, Steve Carell came out this week and said the office could never be made today. No, 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 no. The basketball scene or the basketball game 
episode alone would would never would free everybody would get really mad about that. Or when he kisses Oscar, when he does prison Mike, which one? Uh, when the basketball one where no, they I'm, I'm talking about like. Game. Oh, I, he, I agree uh, with him. It definitely couldn't be made today, but it should be. Oh, yeah. Just like Mel sure. Brooks movies should still be being made today by somebody. Right. So. And uh, Oscar's like, oh, I'll play. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll use you come baseball season. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. And when he uh, when Pam has her hair down, he's like, you look sexy like that. And she's just like, oh, no. And yep, immediately puts her hair back puts up. Her hair back up. <laughs> Like no, you can't. You can't just say that to people. What's he call her too? He's so, like, you're a Scranton nine, but you're a New York three or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's it's pretty rough. There's still I've seen this show in its entirety, uh, you know, three or four times now, and there are still episodes that I'm in the early days that I just. Crin- like oh, I'm just cringing. Cringe. I fantastic. I have to actually cover my face and like just wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. It's so awkward. Yeah, it's like it was definitely unique for the time, and like I mean, it's not quite as awkward as extras gets, but it's right. pretty awkward. It's pretty awkward. All right, go watch The Office, everybody. And that's it. What do you yeah, got, Matt? watch it and and stick it out because it's. After, like, season four, it's not nearly as cringeworthy. Yeah, it gets more sweet, and, and then it gets funnier, and it gets more broad. Yeah. It's fun. But the dinner Michael party Scott episode, actually turns out to be a good guy. The dinner party episode is probably the funniest episode of television in a long, long time. Oh, my gosh. When Jan throws the Dundee at the TV yeah, <laughs> that he's so proud of. And it's well, I guess like, that was all improv, It's only, like, 18 too. inches big. He's, like, improving most of that. Oh my gosh. And they had like the hardest time keeping a straight face because he kept doing different things with the TV every time. I would you imagine. Watch it behind the scenes on that on that scene alone. It's very, very funny. He is amazing. Jan. I I listened to an uh interview with uh Kate what's her face? Flannery. She played uh yeah, Kate Flannery. You watched it you listened to the Garmin report, but that's fine. I Yeah. I said an interview. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interview and uh they they talked about uh or she talked about james spader a little bit she was like yeah we didn't really know what to make of him he was really weird the entire time mm-hmm. he was there <laughs> he played an absolute weirdo though i know it was He's perfect people hate robert california i think he's the one of the most fantastic characters of all time because he's such a flippin oddball He's so weird. He's like, super and I guess intense. he would just like show up on set and just do that, and then like leave. So like nobody knew what to make of him right. at all. I imagine that's what Daniel Day Lewis is like in real life. You know, I would not be surprised. Just unbelievably intense, and then gone. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're you know you've been there three and a half days. All of a sudden, you're the boss, and he's just gone. Oh man! In Paul F. Tompkins' uh, comedy special, "Laboring Under Delusions," he he talks about all the jobs he had, and he was mm-hmm. in uh, "There Will Be Blood," Paul Thomas Anderson movie with uh, Daniel Day Lewis, and he's like, "I was a little nervous mm-hmm. to meet Daniel Day Lewis because I've heard he's like a pretty intense person, and I'm here to tell you, 
he's the most intense person. <laughs> and he just goes, he's like, oh my gosh. He also mentioned. He said what? He's the most what? He's the most intense person. <laughs> Jesus. He also met Tom Cruise on the set of Magnolia. They were in that movie together. Was, he has a, he has a lot of good stories too. There you go. That's a recommendation for me. But what do you got, Matt? Well, if Angela is finished, uh, <laughs> Joe started, decided for me. I am. <laughs> you already. Said I started you were watching done. Uh, season three of Daredevil. Oh. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, I was only able to watch one episode. Me too. But uh, it's off to a good start. Uh, you know, it's it's exciting. It's exciting times. I don't know that it kind of bothers me that uh, they're not going to have uh, the other show on Iron Fist. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. I mean, it. it yeah, they're probably. It, it's, they're coming back. I'll just say that. Oh, all right. Um. Yeah, it's off to a good start, though. Um, I watched, like, the season two recap, season three trailer, thingamajig, and I was getting goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, so I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the season. It starts off pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch a lot of these shows, and you see, you know, Luke Cage, you see Iron Fist, you see Jessica Jones, and then you, and you watch Daredevil, and you go, oh, yeah, that's fantastic acting. It's, it's like it's like another level. It's like Game Game of Thrones season one is where everyone else is at, versus Game of Thrones season six is where Daredevil's at. Is season season six better than season one? Yeah, season one was not great. No, oh, it's the only one I saw. Yeah, it's not very good. As far as the that's why it's goes. the only one I ever saw. Yeah, maybe <laughs> keep watching it. It get it goes from okay to mind-blowingly awesome okay yeah by now I, I don't know if you would agree with that matt but it's mind-blowingly awesome now oh for sure i didn't think season one was that bad i i, I understand like some of the uh some of the actors didn't really get their get into the swing of things at first right. but it was just it's not that it was poorly produced because it, the set design and everything was really really good but I was in season four or five or something like that, and Shannon wanted to start watching it, so I went back to season one, and I was like, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not well, and, and you know that's not even right. It's not that it's bad; it's just that it's not as good. Right, right. And you yeah, know, I see where like, you're going. It's not like Iron Fist and Luke Cage were bad, but it's just not as good as Daredevil to me. Right. Daredevil's bonerific. Hmm. So what else you got? Getting in on the bone zone. Mm, that Matthew, what's his last name? Cox. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. He um, got you to say Cox. His name's Matthew Murdoch, with... but his, the actor's last name is Cox. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Stardust. Is the actor's first name Matthew? Because no, the, character's, the character's name is Matthew Murdoch. Yeah, his name's Charlie. Oh, Charlie, that's right. <laughs> Charlie Cox. <laughs> um, His middle name's Fat. Uh, I started watching season three of The Good Place. Oh, oh. how is it? It's fabulous. You guys watched the first two seasons, right? Yes. Yes. 
you should start watching season three. I know. Okay. I'm on a time crunch um, there, bro. <laughs> what's that? I'm under a time crunch. Oh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, uh, I have a lot of stuff I should be watching instead, but I started watching it. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I didn't know where they were going to go after all this happened. I'm like, right. you know, what, what could they possibly do from here? I mean, uh, but it's interesting to see. Okay. Um, well, she's got to go find Chidi, or she finds Chidi, and then they're going to get better together or something. I don't know. We'll see. Right? Don't spoil it. Okay, never mind. Don't spoil uh, it. Not spoiling anything. <laughs> okay. You got anything else? I just lost all contact with reality. Um, yeah, fantastic. No, I think, I, I think that's it. If I, if I remember something else. You didn't pick up Spider-Man for the PS4 yet? No. Uh, I've, I've seen it, though. It looks fa- amazing. Like the, it looks, it's the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay. I'll go. What do you got, Joe? Of course, Daredevil Season 3. Watch it. Um, sure. I snuck in a couple episodes of Star Wars Resistance, the new animated show. Ooh. And it is their first real, I'm not going to say it's a far departure, but it's a slight departure from the uh, the style they were doing before. This time around, it's cell, uh, cel-shaded animation instead of just CGI. <laughs> but everything else is basically the same. It feels like a Dave Filoni Star Wars show, and it is. Um, Oscar Isaac's on the show, though, which is pretty neat. That oh, is nice. neat. And I believe Gwendolyn Christie is on the show as well as Phasma. Mm. So, um, so far so good. It's, of course, there's a new youngster, a young buck who is part of a, a distant section of the resistance. And it's going to be about him. Um, okay. Well, you know, it's not that that's old, but because clone wars was about Obi-Wan and Anakin and, you know, they did, they did stick somebody along with them. It wasn't that. I don't know. It was. It didn't feel that distant from Star Wars. This one feels like the most distant, despite the fact that you've got what's his nuts, uh, Oscar Isaac's character, Poe Dameron. Hmm. Even though Poe Dameron's in it, you know, uh, Rebels was great because it was like this new whole group of people and this new whole story that was happening alongside everything we know and love. And I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I do recommend it though. It's. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. We'll so see, are we'll you see. looking for a Star Wars that takes a bit of a departure from the saga that we all know and love? If it's good, yeah. Okay. I mean, the universe is expansive. You can you can do just about whatever you want. Um, Absolutely. But this one just feels a little bit more forgettable mm-hmm. than the other ones. Like, I don't, I don't see myself getting upset if any one of these characters dies. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike, you know, in Rebels. Well, that's definitely not exactly what you want but you know right as long as it's mostly entertaining i suppose it's a win but you know this will be the place where they're going to set stuff up this these animated shows is where they've sprinkled in these things that are now in the films you know like darth maul's return was first set up in clone wars then in you know it was concrete and rebels and you get to see his end there too as well and now he's in you know he's in han solo right so that's pretty interesting. Maybe uh, there's rumors that Emperor Palpatine is still alive. 
Ooh. And since this is beyond Return of the Jedi, maybe this is the place where they're going to stick him in to make him canon again. We'll see. That would be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, that guy's dead, though, right? Uh, no. The guy that played Emperor Palpatine? Yeah. It's not dead? No. Huh. He was okay. young. He was pretty young then. You know, he played Palpatine again in the in the prequels. You know that, right? The same guy? No, I did not know that. Yeah. He always looked all old and weird looking. Right. He had old lady makeup on. <laughs> ah. Well, they did a good job. Fooled me. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Did you and Shannon end up finishing uh, Maniac? No, we we still only seen the first episode. Time is a crunch, man. And stuff keeps popping I... up that we'd rather watch. And still haven't made it to the theater to see a couple things we want to see. You know. I still haven't been able. I still haven't watched Maniac either. I've, I've been meaning to. I almost click on it like twice a day. And then. Oh. I did, however. Something catches me. I did watch the first episode of The Man in the High Castle, season four. I believe season four, season two, season three. I think it's season three. Season three. Wait, maybe it's season four. I don't know. I think it might. Be I don't season, know what that is. Season three or four. Well, it's a alternate universe historical fiction show about what happens if Germany and Japan won World War Two. Oh, I and imagine not good things. Except, it's just in the in the realm of alternate universes. It really is actually an alternate universe. There is science fiction here going on. It's Philip K, Philip K. Dick, right, Matt? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure this was a Philip K. Dick novel. You know, the same guy who did, like, uh, Minority Report and Total Recall. It wasn't iRobot his, too. Oh, I love iRobot. I mean, the movie's not based on nearly, you know, like what the novel is, but I believe iRobot. I mean, I'm I'm genuinely terrified of of the idea of robots because of iRobot. Oh, okay. Even though that was Alan Tudyk's? Yeah, because, you know, the rest of them wanted to take yeah, over humanity. There's always going to be a two dicks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's it's a slower-moving show, but it's fantastically done. I really, really like it. Uh, season four or three, whatever the hell it is, started off with a bang, <laughs> and they're playing with the things that happened at the end of the last season, and it's going to be interesting as hell. Because I might have to jump on that train. What uh, platform can I ingest this media? Amazon. I knew you were going to say that. Never mind. There's never been a company quite like Amazon. Yep. So, there's that. Um, switching over to movie news, we're going to hit some Star Wars real quick. Hmm. In the Darth Vader comic book, uh, they revealed that... Remember the castle that Darth was in? on Mustafar in Rogue One when Orson Krennic came to visit him. Am I speaking English to you, you guys? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he choked him. He's like, don't choke on your own ambition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, that. He built that castle as a means to resurrect Padme. What? According to the comic. So that's pretty interesting to me. So is Padme going to be resurrected? I doubt it. I mean, she'd hate who he became, right? But they're they're adding layers to the onion, man. I mean, uh, that's what he's doing in his spare time. That tells you that's is how evil is he, really? I mean, he's pretty evil. 
I don't know. He's capable he's of evil, evil, but is he? You know, that's the thing about Darth Vader. I mean, is he like Thanos? Like, is he evil, but not really? I don't think Thanos is evil at all. I think Thanos is evil, but he's, not really. He's maniacal, but not evil. Well, I mean, he's slaughtering thousands for his quote-unquote greater good. I mean, yeah. some could say that Hit- that's all Hitler was doing. Well, he's saving the rest of the universe. It's interesting. Um, yeah. He, that's not what Hitler was doing at all. By the I, way. <laughs> I'm saying some some could say. No, no one could say because Hitler was picking on people and Thanos did it arbitrarily. Well, sure. Yeah. Did he do it arbitrarily, though? I mean, he killed uh, he the dude with the sword and stuff. That was the thing. He's like, it has to be completely random. Well, for the genocide, but he was he was yeah, killing he was, he was anybody kill, in his anybody way. in his way to get there. So, well, they're counting in as part of his half. Anyways, uh, yeah. Anywho. So that's pretty interesting, though. Adding it is layers. interesting. I'm I'm interested to see where they're gonna where they're gonna take this and whether yeah, or not makes... they incorporate it into. I may have to start reading the, the Darth cinematic Vader universe. That's all I know. I've, I I didn't even know that there were Star Wars comics. Yeah, well, <laughs> since Marvel got bought by Disney and Star Wars got bought by uh-huh. Disney, Marvel now publishes. Okay. I think Marvel published them before, but now they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been reinvented. Yeah, they had Star Wars comics a while ago. Yeah. But now that there's gotcha. no, no one to stop them, <laughs> no money going into <laughs> another bank account, it's just all going to theirs, they're uh, doing it in earnest, so... Um, bu- 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 oh, Iron Fist. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Iron Fist is now in good company as Luke Cage has been sent to the scrap heap over at Netflix. Uh, Luke Cage has been canceled. There is a mountain of speculation, though, as to what's going to happen next. And a lot of people seem to think that they're going to push the two shows together and give us a Heroes for Hire series. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if they're, uh, you know, they're working towards just having like defenders on the whole time instead of having individual storylines. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Is you'll have episodes about Daredevil and you'll have episodes about, you know, Jessica Jones, but you're not going to get whole seasons anymore. Right. Um, but it seems like because Daredevil's pretty successful and Jessica Jones, I guess, was really successful and. Mm. Um, Punisher was pretty successful that they're just gonna keep on keeping on with those shows for now. I don't know. Like they'll mm-hmm. keep those three, they'll keep those three series as their own series, and then smush everybody else together into their series that mm-hmm. occasionally show up on the other three series. Yeah, I mean, but like, there's so much, there's so much crossover in the comics, especially with the defenders like uh luke cage and jessica jones get married at one point and they you know then luke cage and danny rand are heroes for hire and then misty knight is crime partners with uh who's the blonde chick who does the radio and jessica jones is i believe she becomes some sort of hero yeah they they were setting up for that last season um starts with a k i think cat Yes, sure. Yeah. I'm trying to remember all of it. There's a lot. I might. I could be totally wrong. Trish, but Trish, 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 Trish Walker. So, you know, there's there's plenty of opportunity. 
So awesome. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. So, uh, I don't, you know, and Netflix did say the Iron Fist will return. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll just wait on bated breath. They're pretty quiet about these things until just a couple weeks before they release them. So, right. yeah, I was reading up. I, apparently, uh, Luke Cage is going to be done with, but after they do another season, is what I was reading. I don't know how true that is. Well, we'll find out. Their NDAs must be pretty brutal over there at Netflix. Not much gets leaked. They yeah. Don't have any reason to leak it? They don't have anyone to report to. Just their stockholders. I, I, I don't know. I just the actors. I, I mean, things get leaked like crazy yeah, any, yeah. everywhere else. It's just it's right. They must have like an NDA that, that involves you giving them your firstborn or something. Or liver, at least. I think the right. people who work there like the cash in their pocket. Oh, probably. It's <laughs> probably a huge I motivation mean, for. Them. Um, I see. mean, I wouldn't be mad at the Netflix money for sure. For sure. Faux show. <laughs> it's like Starbucks. <laughs> um, there was some news this week that came out of Detroit that made me a little sad this week. No. Uh, legendary Detroit radio personality Mike Clark of Drew and Mike died. Yeah. And I spent many, many years listening to that show, even though when I didn't live in the area, I would stream it to my computer and record it and then listen to it because I worked midnight shift. I would listen to it at work and, you know, spent a lot of time on that show. Mike was a hilarious dude, super, super specific and could, like, grind out details better than anybody else. It was freaking hilarious. So yeah, he's he was a part of he was the riff for so long. I mean, I can't even. Years. Yeah, most of my life, it's it was definitely a bummer, and and I wasn't even really a fan. It was just when I when I would listen to it, I always laugh, but mm-hmm. I never sought it out. Um, well, if you want to seek it out, you can check out jurandmike.org, and there's somebody there who has like a fan page going on, and you can there's nice. a post that was made on ten sixteen called The Best of Mike Clark. Um, and just scroll down until you find The Salad Story. The Salad Story is worth the price <laughs> of admission. He's uh, just a funny guy. Okay. Just a funny guy. So. It was just like, you know, he was kind of like a staple of my childhood, of my of my life. For sure. Here in the, in the metro Detroit area. I mean, I'm not exactly Detroit, but I get all the Detroit radio stations. And We're technically near Metro Detroit. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, like a, it was sad. Yeah, absolutely. Sad day. You know, and I still listen to the Drew and Mike podcast, which Mike's only been on a call, like two or three times. But, you know, Drew well, still do does they? it, and Drew still uses Mike's name because it's like that's their thing, and he's going to continue doing it because... You know, that's just like who they are. They're Drew and Mike. Right. And uh, listening to the podcast, like the day they found out the news, they still recorded a podcast and it was really hard. Everybody was pretty wrecked. Um, I would imagine so. Their friend they knew for 20 years passed away in sleep and like kind of unexpectedly pretty young, 63 years old. So, yeah, it was rough. I I, I would imagine that that would be it. I mean, it would be difficult to talk about, especially on the day that you find out, and even more and difficult to listen to as a fan. And 
somebody you know they've been part of your life for so oh, long yeah. and they played a lot of you know mike's audio from over the years because they've kept it all <clears throat> so and like radio djs it's like a fandom that or that's a celebrity that's more intimate you know, than normal celebrity. Like, you feel like you really get to know those people because they put so much of themselves in their art. So it's... At least Drew and Mike did. Yeah. You know. And if you know, we are a a movie-related podcast. They have a lot of... uh, What they did is called Cliff Notes Theater, where they would take (laughs) a movie and pare it down to about 10 minutes or so, and they would act out all the parts and... uh, I'll, the one I'll always remember is Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Drew was playing Clint Eastwood. Oh, oh my goodness. And Jesus. He just, like whenever the girl was like, I want to be a boxer. Like his response to her all the time was, no veg. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no veg. And I, I still say it to this day. So those are all on there too on that org. You can listen to all the Cliff Notes Theater uh, there was the one where Mike plays Rudy is pretty great. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's pretty I great. I can only imagine. Yeah. Oh man. I'm going to go to Notre Dame. He's just like got a little kid voice. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh man. So yeah, not to bring everything down. Let's, uh, let's bring it way down. I mean, this movie is actually worse news that I had to watch it than, uh, hearing that Mike Clark died, but <laughs> Yeah. Don yeah, Peyote, we are everybody. all dumber for having watched this movie. Well, it's a a labor of love from Dan Fogler, who wrote it, co-directed <laughs> it, starred in it. Um, some sort of adaptation of Don Quixote, where he wants to bring peace to the world, but Don Quixote wanted to bring chivalry back. Was his deal? Um, yeah. And he it was basically the same story, except this one was drug fueled and stupid. I mean, I genuinely sat there with my eyes glued to the screen Uh-oh, for two hours. Is flying too close to the sun. I have no idea. I, I couldn't even have told you that much about the movie. I had no idea what was happening or what the story was about. I, I genuinely had no idea what was happening. The only reason I know what's happening is because in the last 90 seconds of the movie, it's narrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, during the the sections that were narrated were the only sections that made any sense to me. Because they literally were telling me how I was suppo- what I was supposed to be thinking about this movie. He's like an absolute mental case, though. But in Don Quixote, he also lost his mind, too, if I remember correctly. I mean, I've... Oh, yeah. He, he, uh, it was kind of about a guy who had Alzheimer's, basically. Oh, okay. Because his name was like Frank Buttcrack or whatever, and then he became Don Quixote de Mancha, de la Mancha, right? And he yeah. was going to bring chivalry back. And yeah, I've only ever like done like the Cliff Notes thing for that. I've only ever heard like a short synopsis. I've never read Don Quixote or whatever. Seen the ballet? Me There's a ballet neither. of it too, I guess. But. Yeah, um, I'll do. I will tell you, tell you this. I'm not sure if the CGI at the beginning of this movie was intentionally that awful, or if it was, <sighs> that was the best they could do. It had to have been intentional because you and I, given enough time, could do that on our home desktop. Right. Are there. Like I mean, that? there's probably an automatic app on the iPhone you could point 
and it would create a tsunami that would look better than that. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a uh, screen, like an aqua. What do you call those uh, fish tank screensaver from like the For Windows sure. XP era? Yeah, it looked like it was done with Microsoft Paint. <laughs> I mean, I definitely watched this on YouTube for free. So there was like this weird the middle um, load. Yeah, the middle of the screen was like cloudy, foggy. And I yes. find I found that to be rather distracting. Mm-hmm. So, so did I. That's why I, I paid the I'm five not bucks quite sure what it. I was looking at most of the time. Yeah, I actually dropped the five dollars and rented the movie, so Oh, I'm Matt. so sorry. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even know you could do that. I, I didn't even look into it that much. I was just like, the, wow, the this YouTube is bad. Was, but... It was free and everything, but it was really driving me crazy with the whole center being super bright. Yeah. I, I did find it rather... I think that might have been partially why I, I had no idea what was happening because I couldn't focus on anything. I felt like I was in a legitimate, like, Cheech and Chong room while trying to watch this movie. <laughs> right. I mean... <laughs> The whole movie is just freaking garbage. It's just like, yeah, you get an unreliable narrator, which is fine. We've seen a lot of that in the movies we've watched, but like this one, it, it's it's an unreliable filmmaker is the problem. You don't you don't know which thread is supposed to be uh, the one you're following, and, and uh, you don't care soon enough about this guy to want to follow it. It just seemed like no. He, they literally tell you there's nothing remarkable about this guy. Like there's no reason to care about this it's guy. It's a good sell to watch a movie. Well, he doesn't have any redeeming right. qualities. He's a dick. I yeah. You he's, know, he, he's, he's not pleasant. He's basically subverting everything that his the woman he wants to marry is doing, lying to her, stealing which, her money. Right, which I immediately get the sense that because they say, oh, they've been engaged three years and they just finally at the date. Like he probably only proposed to her because she said she would leave if he didn't, and he probably only set the date because she said that she would leave if she if he didn't. You know, right? He doesn't really want to marry her. He just doesn't want to be alone. Well, he was just like, I like boobies, and you know, you you never know when the next set's going to come along, so he just. Stuck around. Sure. And then, I like, mean, boobies are movie, hard to come by. That's a problem. Is I don't know about that. None of the cameos come along uh, organically at all. They're like... Oh, none of the cameos Hathaway. make any sense. And it's, it's like the cameos... I, I don't know. I guess when I... When we first discussed watching this movie and I, and I looked into it a little bit and I saw this huge star-studded cast... I didn't expect them all to be cameos. I didn't expect expect them all to only be on screen three minutes and then disappear, never to be heard of again. And it's well, and Topher <laughs> is playing someone who's not in the movie, right? It, it, he's like a like he's an, his agent. I don't even. Yeah, it, it's wearing it's like bizarre. the most ridiculous and, and, wig I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, Anne Hathaway's cameo was so weird. Some sort of assassin or something, right? Right? Like, oh, I Jay got the Jay Baruchel, which was the, which was the, the... He was the actually, like, only okay part of the film. Well, like, opinion. he was the connective tissue, which, which 
caused us to watch this movie. And he's on screen for what three and a half minutes or something like yeah, that. If that. he has like a little bit of a monologue, and he's good in the movie, you know. Yeah. yeah, his his part was the only one that was like bearable to watch. Right. I mean, it was fine. And everything definitely gets, didn't redeem everything. No, it's crazy. No. Like, like when they're meeting in with the priest, knowing and that this out on the couch, knowing that this was Dan Fogler's labor of love, like that makes me sad for about Dan Fogler. Well, yeah, because yeah. here's something we all know about Dan Fogler is he's a really good actor, despite the fact right. that he, like, he plays a buffoon most of the time. But he he does it so well, and even when he when he's not playing a buffoon, he does that so well too. Right, you know, uh, a la Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I know, right? Just the just the little tiny curve of a smile at the end of that movie right uh, it's just perfect it. perfect so yeah <sighs> it's just and then we're getting into all this crap right I wonder if he's like really into conspiracy theories or if they just drop that in there because that's what a crazy person does nowadays and Don Quixote was what a crazy person did back then I don't know. I mean, may, if he very easily could be into conspiracy theories, it's very, it's a very popular thing to be into these mm-hmm. days. I mean, oh yeah, if one more person talks to me about everything, I'm going to punch him in the nutsack. <laughs> everything is a conspiracy theory these days. It's it's outrageous. I actually listen to a podcast that's pretty much all uh, conspiracy theories because Why? they're like. It, it's a comedy podcast, so they're mm. mostly making fun of them. Gotcha. Like, there's one guy who acts like he's super into it, and then he, the other two are acting. just making fun of him the whole time. He's not acting. Uh, he he might not act, be acting, but but the other two just kind of make fun of him the whole time, and and it's and it's funny. But it just it's it's bananas. That's how exactly mu- how what many the wants you to think, right? <laughs> how many conspiracy theories that that exists today i uh-huh. mean from all the ones that are Hollow spouted Moon in there to, they're all in there they're like all legit they're you can get all on. in there yeah Hollow yeah they, reptilians they, illuminati they covered a wide swath right Flor- fluoridation of our water i mean everything mm-hmm. it's cray cray yeah i think it was in there because i mean how else are they going to present a character like that that goes nuts. He, I mean, he and he goes uh, nuts. He yeah, goes he, oh, nuts. he goes full nuts. <laughs> I mean, he does it well. Don't get me wrong. Dan Fogler can play Nutbar better than almost anybody I've ever seen. Just his crazy, maniacal laughter alone is is just unsettling. <laughs> this kid might be a genius. Right, but I just—it's just—it I, was just so hard to watch. Yeah, there was nothing it, fun about it. There was nothing that's, enjoyable. That's the biggest thing: is it wasn't fun at all. I mean, I'm I can see how this fun movie talk could about. be fun. I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, this movie should have been good. I mean, despite the fact that I have absolutely no idea what the premise was. But it I told could you. have been good. I know. He brings peace to the entire me. world. By being crazy? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <sighs> yeah, it, I don't know. So, that, Matt, that, are, how familiar are you with Don Quixote? Not, not familiar no, at all. I've, Thanks, I have no Matt. idea. 
He's he's like not the. Why do you keep talking? I'm talking to Matt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't think you guys can hear me while you're talking. It's interesting. Not um, well. Matt, what do you? How much do you know about Don Quixote? Uh, not a ton. I think I might have started reading it a million years ago and stopped. Uh, I don't but remember. Like, he doesn't actually do the thing, right? Like, he's not actually bring, capable to bring chivalry back, right? No, no. He ends up... Yeah, he, like... He gets a sidekick, and you don't ever find out if, like, the person is real, I think. And he I, he does all this crazy shit. Like, he goes up to a windmill, and he's like, oh, this is a... No, this is a ten armed monster or some shit, and we have to defeat it. <laughs> but it was just a windmill. It was, it was a windmill, and it, yeah. How did they defeat a windmill? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I think he like charged into the door, and then it it led to something else. So but he's not actually like he doesn't actually complete the mission he set out to do. Oh, not in, not in the slightest. Yeah, so he ends the- up. I can't remember. I think he ends up like going somewhere and telling someone about his travels or something like that and they're like okay you're crazy but this is what Uh, we're going to assume happens here as well right what's that we're assuming that this is what happens here even though he says he cured the world of all its evils oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's just he's talking in the street he thinks there's like people behind him while he's singing but there's nobody there right that's which is the second dance number of the movie by the way yeah, yeah. With the first one were they doing Thriller because it looked like Thriller. They're not, it wasn't just, to the tune of Thriller. They were doing a simple dance that you know Dan Fogler must love to dance or something, and he wanted to get a couple dance numbers in. I guess. I mean, the dude is so full of charm, and he's got so much charisma. It's it's so weird to just watch him walk in place for an entire movie. He's not doing anything. Right, and then when he does give his all and he has these emotional scenes, I wrote down right here that it, it's pretty freaking sad that he runs the gamut of his acting ability in this movie. Right, you know, it's just a waste. Yeah, did you watch kind of after the credits? Uh... <laughs> Hell no! I turned this thing off as soon as it went <laughs> no, dark. There was a there. Uh, Topher Grace came back on and he's like, "Dude, you gotta stop doing. You gotta stop doing like indie movies or whatever." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, he's." He's like showing off his acting ability in an indie film, and then he's like kind of making fun of himself for it. I don't right. Uh, well, you know, he's in big <sighs> movies now, I guess, but like it, it's so weird. Yeah. And also, I mean, have you guys ever been to a psychiatrist? Yeah. Has it, has one ever sat there and ate vanilla wafers? <laughs> well, not ever <laughs> once. But then again, my psychiatrist was not Wallace Shawn, so. I don't want to. That's what Wallace Shawn does. <laughs> Matt, has has you've ever been to a psychiatrist at all where they're sitting there eating in front of you? No, no. That no usually happen. they're just. It was sitting so off putting because not only was he eating, what he what he was eating was loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a did hard he, bite. Like, <laughs> I mean, at least he offered him some. Didn't he, he sure did. Like, you want yeah. a cookie? Come back and get a cookie. I don't want any of your cookies. And he walked out. And then there's all these montages like that happen. It's so weird. I think the montages were what kept losing me. Like I just kept getting lost in the montages because they didn't. They seemed to come out of nowhere, and then they weren't fluid. 
So I no. couldn't figure out what was happening. Was it? Balance isn't wanting, real, right? I kept wanting it to all be dreams because they, the narrator said that that was the only thing that was remarkable about him. So I figured that had to come into play somewhere, but it didn't seem to. And I was very confused. Right. <sighs> so balance isn't real, correct? Who, who, who or what is balance? Balance was his buddy that was making the movie with him. I think balance was oh. real, but I think he hadn't seen him in so long afterwards. Like, did he really? He like, he was real, but he was imagining him. I think he was on the phone with him for real, but then after that, like, he probably broke contact with him somehow. Like, I don't know. Do you think balance was there when he? Because he wasn't in the video, right? When he was breaking out of the mental institution. No. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I think he was he was his friend, but uh, I don't think he had he, like after the uh, he goes to the I don't know if that was supposed to be a bachelor party or something. Well, I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Where were you?" And I think he actually like talked to him then. And I think after that, he, he never heard from him again. Weird. It's I don't know. I don't know. It's bananas. It's super bananas. Mm-hmm. It's super bananas. Ted Hamilton pops in though for a minute with a mohawk. Yeah, Josh Duhamel. But then after that, it's just more, more nonsense. People like he keeps getting in fights too, where he just gets punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, sure, why not? So the real question is: I mean, we're like already at the end of this movie. We've pretty much talked about the whole thing. Pretty much. It, it, Matt, is there anything like? that you want to point out that you liked or like was interesting at all? <laughs> Not in the, like I said, I think the only part that was bearable to watch, the only part that I didn't want to gouge my eyes out was uh, Jay Paragel's role right. because he was saying he was kind of humorous and uh, yeah, I don't know. Everybody in this movie is a fantastic saying, actor too. It's like bizarre. What's that? Yeah. Like ev- all these cameos, all these people, they're all fantastic. It's just there yeah, is a practical movie. I don't get it. It's that's one of the most infuriating parts is like this movie could have been like actually pretty damn good. Right? It should have been. It should have been really good. <sighs> it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. Well, we're down to the brass tacks. Does he or does he not actually have a son? Um because we get to the end of the I'm movie go where, where he's full Don yes. Peyote and he's got the sign with the peace symbol on it that he wrote in his own blood after getting punched in the mouth. Um, totally he's, normal, He's wearing fishnet stockings on his arms and his trench coat and his hospital gown he's still wearing. And he's got flippy floppies on, I think. And he's just like walking around and he sees his ex sitting with some dude with a mustache and what appears to be his son. And they're talking about how his son comes from crazy genes and like is this like an actual thing that happened did he really walk up and give his son a ring and the the son gave him a a flower did that really happen or does he like has he heard through the grapevine that he had a son with her and this is how he's manifesting it I mean I don't know that anything in this movie is real so I'm gonna go with not real do you think he's actually out walking the streets, or is this something that is just going on in his head as he's laying in that freaking mental institution? Right. I'm I'm not entirely sure that he ever broke out. 
It's it's impossible to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> we can get all this conjecture out there all we want. No one will ever know. Ugh. Bizarre. Well, another thing we'll never know is how to get two hours of our lives back. Mm-hmm. I know, right? This has to be the worst movie we've ever watched, right? Yes. Yes. I'd rather watch Zombie Apocalypse 12 times in a row than watch this ever again. Because that wow. freaking What's Up movie at least was only 27 minutes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think you're telling me the truth. Yeah, I mean it was really racist. Oh my god, it was really racist. It was so horrible. It was I told that racist. stupid old man doctor, I was like, "Hey man, why don't you shut your fucking mustache, you piece of shit?" And he did. It was fantastic. <laughs> okay, movie over. I guess there's something in the credits. Just don't, don't bother. Um, no. what do you rate it? Please don't, don't ever. What do you rate? If it? you want to watch Dan Fogler, watch. Fanboys. else with Dan Fogler. Watch, watch Dan Fogler, watch it with Topher Grace, and Take Me Home Tonight. That's a great movie. Oh, my gosh. That is a fantastic movie. So, yeah, enjoy that better. He gets a little crazy. And, yeah. And he's really sweet. And, yeah. So. And, yeah, watch Fanboys. Fanboys. fantastic. He lives in a carriage house. It's great. Fantastic beasts and where to find them. Yep. He makes the movie, steals the show. Oh, my gosh. I, I every time I watch the movie, I cry at the end. Yeah, absolutely, why, Angela. Because love is the most powerful magic in the Harry Potter universe. It is. It really is. Even stronger than that Always. Thunderbird or whatever that thing was. Ocularis. An ocul? No, whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's in a lot of movies for sure. So I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. What anyway, do you rate it though? What are we gonna rate it? Go ahead, rate it. Um, I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate this a negative fourteen. Mm. Which is by far my lowest rating yet. Interesting. <laughs> negative fourteen. Yes, negative fourteen. Because you want to have fourteen more years to live, so you can never have to watch this again. I don't know. Um. The 14 is rather arbitrary, but so was this movie, so. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Matt? Uh, I'm going to give it a negative 7. It's not arbitrary. That's the amount of brain cells that died when I watched it. (laughs) (sighs) I think think as far as, like, overall... Uh, quality of whatever. I think this is like the third worst film we've actually watched, but it it becomes the worst because uh, the zombie apocalypse film, you know going in it's just going to be bad. Sure, yeah. And there's nobody yeah. in it. There's no star power yeah, at there's, all. No, there's no there's no potential. Uh, and then obviously... <laughs> that was harsh as hell. <clears throat> not only is it not good, it had no uh, potential. <laughs> it was over in 30 minutes, so... Right, yeah. Yeah, this is bad. Oh, I couldn't agree more, guys. Couldn't agree more. I I don't go negative, so I'm just going to give it a zero. Um, and I think we can all just put a big old fat red stamp of disapproval on this movie. Don't watch it. Do not. Don't. don't. Do yourself a don't. favor and don't don't do it. I would even say go not. watch Humanoid Kid American uh, Android Cop. Go watch. Oh, what was that horrible Pacific Rim? Atlantic. 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 Go watch that. I mean. 
go do anything else. <laughs> go outside and look, stare directly into the sun for as long <laughs> as you can. But just don't. You have a fork in your right eye. Just don't don't watch do this that. Movie. Don't do that. That's don't a bad do any idea. But seriously, I got don't want... five seconds at the sun stare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and guys, it's not going to get better next week. I'm telling you. I mean, it's it's not going to get worse. I mean, next, that's hopeful, week, I guess. For next week, it's not going to get better. <laughs> I mean, we do get to watch Toby <sighs> McGuire do an emo uh, walk down the street, yeah. so that'll be fun. In our ever-present quest to get to Kevin Bacon from, I don't remember where we started, Toby Kevill? Yep, Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist. Um, it's really not that far. We only have a couple more movies to get there, and then we'll pick another actor obligatorily, and we'll try to get to them. Um but yeah, so next on the list is going to be the Topher Grace connection. And uh, think of all the Topher Grace movies we could watch that are halfway decent. We're not going to watch any of those. Instead, we're going to watch Spider-Man 3. Woo! But after that, we're going to watch an amazing movie. So buckle up, Buttercup. It's actually going to be good for once. Um, oh, oh, my gosh. God almighty. But before we go, Shannon's not here, so I'm going to take over her game a little bit. Before we break away from the worst movie we've ever reviewed, can I quote you mm-hmm. on what you would rather be watching? Sure. What? Uh, watching Neverending Story, Anal Rape Hurricane Heist. Yeah. <laughs> I did say that in the feed. And you did say that, Shannon and I goes, found it delightful. Shannon goes, Joe, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with No. It was perfect, and, and when, I agree. When nobody commented on it for a while, I was like, oh, maybe that was pretty mean. <laughs> no, I just hadn't started watching the movie yet, so I was, I was I was reserving judgment. Gotcha. Actually, before I started watching the movie, I, I had already planned. I was like, all right, I'm going to be play devil's advocate, and I'm going to at least pretend to really like this movie. And then I started watching it. <laughs> And realize that there's no way anybody could ever do that. Yeah. So, Shannon's game is reading taglines from movies, okay? Right, um, and then we have to guess the movie. Correct. The I, I found a different site than what she was using. Some of these might double up. So, I'm going to try to give you clues because the, you're not going to be able to get this, okay? Okay. I'll tell you this. It's a 1974 film. Okay, we'll start there. If you need another clue, I'll give you another clue. The tagline is <laughs> an event. That's it? Yep, that's it. That was the whole thing. Uh, event Horizon. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> oh. <laughs> an event? I've, an event. What the From fuck? 1974. Mm-hmm. Um, Citizen Kane. No. Schindler's List. What year was Alien. Mm, aliens is in space no one can hear you scream so now we're in an okay. event wow starring Charlton Heston Ava Gardner Ten, Ten Commandments no an event that's not bad <laughs> Ben-Hur <laughs> oh you're never gonna get this so here we go I'm never gonna get it uh, Soylent Green Earthquake Jeez. Uh, Planet of the Apes okay Earthquake I just said it what's wrong with you <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, the movie called Earthquake. Yeah. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah. It's not any better. Okay. 
It's happening. <laughs> Not happening. Nope. But you're close. You're you're actually really really close. Um, Same director. Uh, Who directed signs? that? Yeah, it's signs. Yay! I was gonna guess that. Damn it. Um, M Night Shyamalan. Milan. Shyamalan, ding dong. Yeah. Okay, here we go. You know this one. Whoever wins, we lose. Oh, uh, Independence Day? Nope. Alien versus Predator. Yeah, Alien versus Predator. Oh, oh my gosh. Who, who did this one? <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't even heard it yet. And I can't wait. Okay. <clears throat> Great things come in bears. <laughs> come what in bears? Fuck! <laughs> Great things come in bears. Come in bears? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> jungle no bears in the jungle. Oh, Mowgli. Um. <laughs> oh, Mowgli. Oh. Mowgli, show me on this doll where Baloo touched you. Jesus. Uh, In my bare necessities. Um, <laughs> it's got to be like Brother Bear or... Is it Ted? No. <laughs> it's for freaking Yogi Bear. Oh, what? what the Yogi Bear 3D, you know, with TJ Miller and... Hey, boo-boo. Come yeah. here and bend over this big like basket. Holy <laughs> Yogi. Holy shit. Okay, let's uh-huh. skip that one. That one doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Oh, here you go. Everything that has a beginning has an end. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. That is Could true. Be any fucking movie. <laughs> now, uh, I'll give you a hint. That tagline is actually the quote from the first movie of the series, and this is the third in the trilogy. Uh, Matrix? Hmm? The Matrix. You're I don't close. know what the third. I don't know what the subtitle of the third one is called. Terminator. <laughs> I'm just naming trilogies now. No idea. The Matrix colon Terminator. You believe is the. No, no, no. Oh. I, I switched to the Terminator. No, you're trilogy. right with the Matrix. You just got to tell me what the name of the movie is. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any idea what the Matrix trilogy or what the col- the subtitles for any of the Matrix movies are. Is the Revolution? Matrix, the Matrix uh, Reloaded and the Matrix Revolution? Revolutions, yeah. Yay! <laughs> the Matrix Terminator? <laughs> I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Here we go. This one goes along with the good things come in bears. <laughs> Okay. Jesus. Size does matter. Oh. And uh, Matthew Broderick stars in this movie. Stuart Little. Nope. Uh, the producers. <laughs> I want to be a producer because I got the giant cack. Because <laughs> size does matter. That's right. Um, Matthew Broderick. In a movie where something is small. Jean Renault is also in this movie. I don't know who that is. 
he's the professional. He's the professional? Hmm. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Size mm-hmm. does matter. I believe it's like 1998, Puff Daddy, and the big song from the movie. Oh, Godzilla? Godzilla. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that 800 years. I didn't even know Matthew Broderick was in that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is going to be delightful. So, uh, this movie, right, had an international poster. Oh, geez. And on the international poster, this is the tagline. (laughs) Be the first to meet 14 new characters. (laughs) <laughs> what the shit <laughs> this is like bonkers level horrible do you have the tagline for the American poster <laughs> um I think it was called Schindler's Toy Box <laughs> oh. what the fuck <laughs> um I'm gonna give Toy it to you Toy Story yeah it's Toy Story 3 Oh, wow. Me 14 new characters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, these next two should be pretty easy if you got your thinking caps on. Okay. Uh, This one is, okay, it says it was released on Halloween. And it's C, S E A, C, C, Evil. Jaws? Really? Ghost Ship? Ghost ship! Yay! Nice. Way to go. It's like one of those picture thingies. I can do those. This one should hit you like a ton of bricks. Okay. 12 is the new 11. Ocean 12. 12. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one's stupid. I'm skipping that. Aw. Man on the moon! Oh my gosh. No one's ever seen this movie, but here we go. John's got a half brother. Period. Okay. Hold on. It keeps going. So. I'm sorry. Is Hold this on. the whole tagline? No, no, no. There's more. I, I just have to, I have to let you see it. Okay. Because how, okay. it, how it is uh, formatted matters. John's okay. got a half brother. Period. Then it starts a new sentence. Half brother, comma, half something else. Okay, there's actually two taglines on this one. Oh gosh. Because right. it, it's me a movie. One. It's a movie called Kindred, right? Okay. And then underneath that is another tagline and it says, Some things are best left unborn. What? Is yeah. this a horror movie? I guess. Weird. <sighs> oh my gosh. So I've seen this movie right here quite a few times. It was one of those that's on HBO. For about seven years. And I don't remember it being good, but it's also not that bad. Okay. Okay. And here's its tagline. They shouldn't have put him in the water if they didn't want him to make waves. Um, Uh, Free Willy. Starring Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, Uh, uh, Moonstruck or something like that. Mm Mm-mm. No. 
I don't remember what it's called, but I dinner something diner mystery mm-hmm. diner moon diner it's an action movie it's an action movie with sarah jessica parker mm-hmm. ah. i believe dennis farina's in it i don't know who that is you don't know who, you know who dennis farina is stop it probably, probably if i saw him i mean i don't even know okay okay uh, I'll, I'll give it to you i it's this movie from like 92, 93 called Striking Distance. Oh. All right. Where he plays like a yeah, boat cop. Yeah, I've never heard of that. You should watch it. It's We should watch it for the podcast. It's bad. But in a fun way? It, there's actually some legit like cool stuff in it. I don't know how to explain it to you. Okay. Okay. Well, how many more you want to do? Just one more? Yeah, give me one more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Vanilla Ice had his own movie? What? Rip Van Winkle? <laughs> Rob Van Winkle. Yeah. yeah, same time. Oh my, oh my gosh. Okay, this one doesn't <laughs> count. This tagline for this movie says titans will clash clash of the titans yep (laughs) (laughs) okay oh here we go i hope whoever wrote that tagline didn't get paid because right that's a movie no one's seen no one's heard of no one's watched okay here we go you ready Mm -hmm. unwittingly he trained a dolphin to kill the president (laughs) of the united states (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> How could you even use that as a tagline? Let's, uh, let's say for a hot minute that's actually what the movie's about. You can't just fucking use that as the tagline. Flipped. Now he's a commie. <laughs> he doesn't oh. seem like a very bright guy. That's what they said about oh. the guy who wrote that tagline. That's what it says. He unwittingly trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States. <laughs> How do you unwittingly do that? Right? It actually stars freaking George C. Scott. What? Right? Yeah. The guy had a career. He was like a renowned actor. <laughs> yes. Like legitimately good. George C. Scott himself. And the movie is called The Day of the Dolphin. The what? The Day of the Dolphin. How do you accidentally train a dolphin to kill the president of the United States? How do you play Patton and then play <gasps> a guy who unwittingly... <laughs> Trains a dolphin to kill the president. Oh, that's what I really want to know. Oh my god, that one made my eyeballs sweat. I gotta see when this movie came out. It it looks straight seventies. Oh, maybe we should watch it for the podcast. Oh god, 
I don't think I have it in me after <laughs> such a horrible flop to watch another 1973. Let's see what it's rated. It's rated a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, hold on. We'll watch it, but not for another like three months. I got to recover from Don Peyote. Okay, here we go. Okay. A marine biologist teaches his dolphins to communicate in English, but shady characters plan to kidnap the trained mammals for a more sinister purpose. Now, if I was writing a tagline, I would have just said all that on there, but said, porpoise. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it doesn't sound bad when you read it like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that tagline is a rather misleading. Wow. It sounds like George C. Scott is just kind of like, oh, train and dolphins do backflips. Oh, no, they're killing the president. How did this happen? No, he's, he's just collecting a paycheck at that point. Oh. But a 6.1 out of 10 is not bad. I don't know. It's not bad. That's it for the game, guys. We digressed enough for this thing. Holy crap. Uh, we're very sorry if you watched Don Peyote, even though it was free on YouTube. You should get your money back. I want my money back so I think, hard. I can't believe Joe paid $5. I know. I'll be expecting a dollar in the mail from each of you just to help defer that cost. <laughs> I actually I actually feel bad, and I want to spend, send you 5 bucks. <laughs> Don't. Don't. I'll be fine. Um, you guys had to watch it, too. But that's true. But I didn't. I didn't pay for it. And it's not the paying for it. It's that I had to see it in crisp HD. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you guys at least got to watch it with some sort of blur going on, where you're like, "Oh, at least my attention's not focused on this thing." Yeah, no, no <sighs> I couldn't. I couldn't focus my attention at all. I was just like, "Huh, that's hazy." Oh, they're dancing now. I have no idea why. Yeah. Another montage. What's happening? I was in and out of this movie like crazy too. I was like, I, it could not hold my attention. Anyways, yeah, not even for yeah. not even for a second. I had to pause it and then like go do something, and then come back. Like you know, get a noose ready. What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a gun. Oh, okay. Was a, oh, was it just a finger gun though, like him? Yep. Okay. I broke two fingers trying to jam it down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> this would be one of those ones. If if we ever come up across one of these, we got to do a live commentary on it because you should have heard me and Shannon. We were we were so angry, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so joyless that nothing about it was fun. So we got to do something fun if we're gonna watch. I mean, these. Jason and I were literally just asking each other what the entire time. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Did I me fall neither. asleep for ten minutes and wake up? <laughs> In a different movie. <laughs> right? At least you guys had this had someone to share the experience with. Crystal's gonna come home from work later and be like, "Honey, what's wrong?" <laughs> As you're Ace Venturing it in the shower with a freaking mouth full of Big Red. Oh, oh yeah. Oh so next week we're gonna do Spider Man three, Sam Raimi's Spider Man Swan Song. Uh it's not good. It's not. Um but we'll see how it's aged. Probably like fine I'm wine guys. <laughs> guessing not well. It'd be like a fine shine turd. Uh I bet you we're gonna watch it and we're gonna go, Oh, there's been way worse movies that have come out since this. This isn't that bad. 
Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Or we're going to be like, yep, <laughs> we were right the first time. Man, you know what we should have watched instead of Spider-Man 3 just mm. because it's better and it's got Kevin Bacon being an evil villain? What? X-Men First Class. Well, we have to get to Kevin Bacon. Come on. What do you mean we have to get to Kevin Bacon? We're, Isn't we're Kevin Bacon in Spider-Man 3? No. We're six degreesing oh. it to him. Did you not understand what oh. we're doing? No, I don't understand how anything works. Yeah. We're trying to six degrees back to Kevin Bacon. So we're going to be six because movies in before Kevin Bacon? Hmm? Is the Kevin Bacon movie we end up in going to be Wild Things? Cause no, the Kevin Bacon hello. movie we're ending up in will be two weeks from now, and I'll tell you what that is next week. Okay. I'll tell you this. Kevin Bacon has been in a lot of amazing movies and a lot of crappy movies. He's been in a lot of crappy movies. I went a lot way of really back good and movies. I, I put in who did I put in to the because I, I found a Kevin Bacon uh, thing and I put in some really old actor. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart mm-hmm. next to Kevin Bacon in like two degrees. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. He's worked with so I many mean, people. It's crazy. He's been in everything. He's been in so many things, and he's like never worked with the same actor twice. But he's he's worked in garbage movies with all the garbage actors, and he's worked in fantastic movies with all the fantastic actors. So like, it's he touches everyone in Hollywood. It's it's insane. I mean, that's how the whole game started to begin with, because yeah. it's just amazing. He was in, you know, he was in. I mean, John Candy. He's one degree away from him. They were in a movie together. It's insane. Ronald Reagan is only three. <laughs> it's insane, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, join us for uh, Spider-Man three, and we'll you'll see how we get to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank you, Topher Grace. It's actually going to be an amazing, amazing movie we get to watch in a couple weeks. So that'll be fun. It's one Shannon's never seen, and I can't wait to delight her with that. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Come visit us next week for Spider-Man 3. And as always, hit us up at moviedummies.com for past episodes and all that jazz. Email at moviedummies at gmail.com. And we'll, uh, we'll read your stuff out on the show. Talk to us. Tell us all your f- secret feelings. Do you have a life that's similar to Don Peyote and you want to share it with us? Just let us know. Do you we won't that, judge you. Do you I believe promise. that kid was actually his son? Let us know. If you also rented this movie and want to start a support group with me, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) If you also rented this movie and want your money back, let me know. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to put in for the refund through iTunes. (laughs) This movie is garbage. You do not deserve to charge me for this. Right. And I can actually watch it again, I think, one more time over the next 28 days, which I won't do. Oh, I was going to say have fun with this. I'm not going to. I'm going to go watch something good like more Daredevil Season 3. So, yeah. Hit us up next week, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Angela. Tom, Matt. And for Shannon, we are the Movie Dummies. Uh, who's going to do it without her here? Uh, I'll do it. Go, Michael Bay. Yep. You had to I do mean, it like wait. Shannon. We are not rabbits. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. I answered the question. <laughs> we should come up with a new catchphrase. Michael Bay's not even uh, making movies anymore. <laughs> Go Kevin Bacon. All right. I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. Um, I'm glad I got that on there. 
And always, bye. bye. That's going to be the drop for next week. All right. We'll see you later. Also, <laughs> bye. I'm straight up pulling that audio right now. Thanks for listening, me back. Check out other episodes at moviedummies.com. Contact the show hosts at moviedummies at gmail.com. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>